So ladies and gentlemen, to buy my sister a little bit of time, this is Maya Murillo of Maya in the Moment, Vine famous, Instagram famous, TikTok famous, BuzzFeed famous. <laughs> She's an actress, comedian, musician, singer, all the things, Animal Crosser, and uh, she is gamer girl. Gamer girl, you know. So it's it's good stuff, and uh, she is um, the sister to a an amazing brother. You know, it's 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 great. It's it's good stuff. So you. You can't call yourself an amazing brother because you haven't had your, yourself as a brother. So you that's, gotta let me. That's true. That's true. Okay. <laughs> so do so, I get to intro you now? If you want to, yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. Um, in Aries fashion, I have taken over this stream. Um, this is my brother, D'Angelo D'Angelo Joseph Murillo. Wait, what's your what's your actual middle name? What's your uh, actual D'Angelo Joseph Israel Murillo. Yeah. Yeah. And they just gave me Maya Angelica Murillo. Mm -hmm. I want to, I want a little, I want to Angelica something. something. Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. I don't know yeah. Anyway, this is my brother. He's a fantastic brother. I have to listen, give it up to him because a lot of my influences nowadays, like he, he got me into gaming. He got Aww. me into the majority of the pop culture stuff that I'm into. If I didn't have him as a brother, I feel like I would be the most boring person in the world. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's also my older brother and I'm the evil little sister. So if I act like, you know, I roll, it's just because that's our dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I was explaining to you on the pre-stream. Uh, okay, this will be the last thing and then I'll get into the actual interview. But like I was saying on the pre-stream that you are one of the uh only people in this whole entire planet that knows like me me you know like the genuine authentic me and uh it's true because you'll call me out in certain stuff like we won't see each other for months and then you'll see me for a little bit and call me out on something and i'll be like oh shit like she saw it straight through me so it's like it's good you know it's 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 really cool yeah 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 we weren't the best growing up yeah but it's fine you know because in the grand scheme of things, that childhood was so small to the, our entire lives. And now we're like thick as thieves where I really appreciate you. And I like, you know, I genuinely look forward to seeing you. Know, I even tell Alexia all the time that like, man, I miss my sister. I wonder, I wonder if I, I know. call her. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good stuff. So um, to be honest, I am very nervous to do this interview because you are a professional and you are, I have so much respect for you for everything you've accomplished and it's amazing that you're here and you know are are doing this because i know you're busy like i absolutely know that you are always juggling you're like you know with mommy as our mother <laughs> we call, she, okay wait yeah. can we call our mom mommy so yeah, right? yeah, yeah. that's for her too <laughs> so if you don't know her she's a craft chica kathy Kanamurio, and she is a hustler she's got you know 18 projects going on at the same time somehow makes it all work and we grew up in that environment so i know that she's always busy so her taking out the time to do this interview is like oh it's wonderful it means she she loves me so it's good <laughs> never grows <laughs> <laughs> okay so now getting into the actual interview i did a little bit of this but could you take a moment to introduce yourself and your brand yes hello everybody my name is maya murillo i am the sister to D'Angelo, um, and I am a content creator, influencer, musician, creative in general. Um, mostly my main job, my day job is I produce videos for BuzzFeed's Latinx channel called Better Like. 
And then also I've just always done my own stuff since I was like 13. Um, and uh, yeah, I make videos, I sing, I just do it all because it's fun and I'm a fire sign. I also have um, like those clear liner braces in. So if I sound Invisalign like- Invisalign or something? Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't want to give them a shout out because I'm not whatever I'm paying for. But it's smile direct. Yeah. <laughs> if it was, if this, if, it, if I was getting, um, if it was like a brand deal, I would be like Invisalign. <laughs> but I'm not. Hashtag ad. Hashtag sponsored. Yeah. Hashtag sponsored. Spawn. Oh my but God. yes, that's me in a nutshell. I hear when people say that. That's me. <laughs> nice. And it's been amazing seeing you. Uh, this actually is. is leads into the great because i already know some of this but i honestly don't know the whole thing because i didn't walk in your shoes i didn't like have the same experience that you did i only saw it from a third person perspective but could you explain what your origin story is what how did maya murillo become maya in the moment and get to where she is now like like go for it okay. <laughs> there's all the ptsd like <laughs> flashbacks <laughs> um yeah so i obviously like my brother and i have grown up in a very creative household of fire signs like our parents are literally my dad's a leo our dad's a leo and our mom is a sagittarius i'm an aries deandro's an aries we no i'm a leo found out that oh sorry leo i just sorry <laughs> i'm like everyone's an aries um but no we found out that we're double fire signs that's why i said aries again was because I'm double Aries, you're double Leo. And so we've always grown up in a, in a household that's very like fiery and passionate about creating and mm -hmm. the arts. Like we used to be, um, we used to handle the money when we would go to um, art events mm -hmm. to help sell our parents' art. So very early on, we had a different like perception of the world um, that was more like you know, our parents are artists and they create and they do this for money. They do this because they love it. And so coming from that background, it made it very easy to like create and know that that was a possibility because we were so privileged enough to have two role models that were doing it in very successful, mm -hmm. um, in a very successful way. So started making videos like, you know, we had like this computer uh, we would use the photo booth app on it all the time yeah. of like this Mac and I would just sit down and just do stuff and just make videos. And, um, on the side, I would like help my mom with her craft stuff. I've always like been like a, a model for my mom for like her craft, mm -hmm. um, items. Remember I, I would do like, I would be really little going on like national TV. Yes. Like, that like, one clip was so good. <laughs> Yeah, that, and then I would just like hold a bracelet on my hand and be like, maybe like Maya smile, and I'd be like, like so painfully shy, mm -hmm. but that helped me to like, I feel like helped me to do what I'm doing today. But basically, yeah. I've just always been making videos, and um, to make a long story short, uh, I got my heart broken when I was like 18, 19. And, you know, I think you remember, I don't remember if you were still in the house, D'Angelo, um, uh, when that whole stuff happened, when I like got my heart broken and then I started the love songs for a year Yeah. because our parents were like, get off of your butt, stop crying about this boy, like go do something. Why don't you help to heal your heart by making music for other people? 
So I sang love songs for a year on my YouTube channel. And then I did um, $5 customized love songs on Fiverr.com when it first came out for Valentine's Day. So I was like hustling, selling these mm -hmm. customized love songs to couples. And to I sang one to a dog. I made a song up about a dog. <laughs> it was probably the most like depressing time um as someone who just like oh loved this person so much and then we just got ripped apart yeah and then i had to like act like i had love in my heart to sing for other people anyway but that like gained success yeah. and it got recognized by different news outlets so i would go on different news outlets and sing for the hosts and everything and somebody there um ended up working at buzzfeed like the next couple of months oh wow and i was like remember do you know macy I don't know. Her name is Macy. She no longer works at BuzzFeed, but um, she actually, like a little side note too, um, she knew her dad worked with Uncle David, with our uncle. Oh, wow. At, at that, I don't know what company he worked at before, yeah. but that, like part machine company. Yeah. Um, and he, he actually, Macy's dad went to grandpa's funeral. So, um, and then Macy worked with Teresa, our aunt Teresa, and um, at that show. So yeah. we've always had this weird connection to her. Fast forward to, um, you know, when I did Vine. Yeah. And it was fun and great, such a great community. I like had one or two viral videos that like hit big. Drake Bell was the one, was my claim to fame. He's the one who shared my Disney Vine. Um, oh, and, really? I didn't you know, know that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he shared that like Disney Vine um and we actually almost like met up at disneyland but i chickened out and got scared <laughs> and i was also on main street and he was in tomorrowland and i was so tired yeah and i was like oh i can't hang out but like whatever he's next he's mexican now so i think he's doing fine yeah. um and uh yeah so you know i went through the whole vine thing and gained some sort of success like a tiny little cute community fan base yeah um, but then I noticed that Vine was declining. None of my stuff was hitting at all. I was transitioning to YouTube. I did every single thing that I could do. Like I tried makeup tutorials. Mm -hmm. I tried, oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I tried like fashion, um, like try-ons. I tried skits. I tried gaming stuff. I tried everything um, that I could because at the end of the day, I had this like thing to where I was like, I want to go to LA. Like that's where, mm -hmm. that's where I'm, I'm meant to be. Like, I, I want to work at Buzzfeed. And I remember when Macy had went to Buzzfeed, I was like, Hey girl, like, can I like be an intern? And she was like, Oh, well, let me know when you finish college. And I was like, ugh, like, you know how we are with school. Yeah. We hated school. I was good. Like C's get degrees mentality. Okay. Stay in school, stay in school, um, but it was just not right for me. So I ended up dropping out mm -hmm. and I was like, well, I'm like, I guess I'll just have to go back to school to like get to Buzzfeed. And I remember I was like gonna apply to school. I don't yep. know if you know this, but I was going to apply to school to AS. I ended up getting offered a job at ASU. Um, That's right, that was, like, I think I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, it would pay for my school. Um, I only needed like a year or two left to finish. Um, and I would get, I it was like a social media job. So I would run their whole social media yeah. and they get my school paid for. Like a dream. Mm 
Mm -hmm. right? But to me, and this sounds so like privileged, it felt like a failure because I, it wasn't something that I originally wanted to do. Like, yeah. I didn't want to go back to school. I knew that like going back to school meant like that they didn't, I like, I was so fast on these trends mm -hmm. back then. I was like, fine. I was on, on all these apps that were like hitting big and I made yeah. sure that I was there for making content. And every single time, like when I was in school, they were just so behind mm -hmm. and they would ask me like, Oh, well, what do you do? And I would tell them and they would just kind of be like, Oh, let's, let's see how long that lasts. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, I'm about to fly out to New York for a movie premiere. So like, I'm going to be late on my assignment. Like yeah. <laughs> shit like that. So, yeah. I you're good. You're fine. You're but good. stuff like that, stuff like that, where it was just like, I was like, man, I have to, okay, this is my sacrifice, which sounds so dumb because like that is like an amazing opportunity for someone yeah. who doesn't want to go to school. And then I get reached out to by Macy's, like literally a couple days later after yep. this interview. And she was like, hey, do you want to be a resident on Better Lake? And I was like, yes. <laughs> like, would you move to LA? I'm like, yes. I didn't even know if like it was- It would work out. Yeah, it's just like- I didn't even have a car at the time. I was yeah. like, yep, yes. And so I turned down that ASU job. And um, then I like got everything together, like got a car randomly and mm -hmm. then moved my entire life out to LA. And I truly believe, you know, during that love songs for a year stuff, when I was like 18, 19, and yeah. then I wanted to be an intern, I had not, it was before Vine. So I had not developed my style and like who yeah. I was and what I wanted and what I wanted to create so it took me years and I was 23 when I moved out to LA and started BuzzFeed so in between there I had built up a hefty video resume mm -hmm. with brands and different videos so I didn't need a college degree to yeah. go to BuzzFeed because I had a shit of work that I yeah. had done so that's kind of like the origin story for where I'm at now. And I've been, it'll be five years in July this year since I've been at BuzzFeed. Yeah. And um, it's been great. It's been amazing. And I've, I'm transitioning to doing my own stuff now, which is like they've always let us do. Yeah. Um, but I have a lot of really, really cool things happening this year. Um, and uh, it's been great. And I'm really, really grateful. But the origin story started with like, our family, you yeah. know, it would be nothing without you and my dad and my mom, you know, us together. Cause that's mm -hmm. really where it started. And like, you know, I, I just, I just owe so much to like our family dynamic. So oh, that's, that's the origin story. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. And it's very, I appreciate that. Cause it's a very like in-depth look at how like the steps you took in order to get to where you're at currently. It wasn't just a like, I make a video, I'm successful. You know, I got hired by BuzzFeed. It's it was a hard hard work because I remember that a, a whole year of uh, you know love songs and then the Fiverr thing. You know, I remember you saying that like there was some even problem clients that didn't like the songs. You had to redo them or you had to do like so. There was a lot of back and forth that you had to do. And uh, what I always appreciate about you is that maybe it's the Aries in you, but I'm gonna give you like the credit sort of thing but you were always so confident in yourself and being like i deserve more like i you know want more i want this opportunity i know i'm worthwhile and like you know so that's what really i appreciate about you because that's a lot of people don't have that you know like having social anxiety is a, a norm for a lot of people uh but you were and again 
uh, I think it's because you have Padre, uh, a lot of like Padre in you, where you guys are both like very strong, you know, in your stuff. But like, I feel like that helped out tremendously, and having that different, you know, mental shift. So it's good, you know. It's a yeah. I think I have a lot of pride and ego. Like it were <laughs> um, good. Like, yeah. Someone else doing something, I'm like, I can do it better. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and that's a good, you know, that's that's all like shamed nowadays. But at the same time, we need that. You know, ego is not evil; it just is, and it's like, and I and I love how you've and this like kind of leads into the uh, next question. But I love also your growth as a human being, not just your content and the quality of your content, but how you mentally have shifted. Where you were, uh, you know. I, I would at least see sometimes the either like envy or the hurt if someone got an opportunity that you like were wanting super bad or anything like that. And then now you just seem so much more mature and you're like, you know, that opportunity was not meant for me. I'm meant for different things and I'm definitely going to pursue that. And it's like a very healthy, you know, uh, yeah, growth that I, that I just like love to see you thrive and everything. So it's Thank you. It's like, like this industry is so hard and you know, like the whole influencer content creator stuff gets very yeah. like, it gets a bad reputation because of like, there's a lot of assholes in the industry, like the Jake Pauls and like all those people who ruin it and make it look like everyone's superficial and everyone's like whatever. But at the core of it, it's a very loving community where we're just like, you know, creatives just trying to create. And like, yeah. well, I do have the social anxiety of it. Um, a lot because I remember I was a really shy kid like mm -hmm. you know in school I would never speak up I would hate to have to read like that paragraph when we would go around the room yeah the exactly um like that just I I would never want to be like I would never want to shine I would never want to be und but I did like on the inside I was yeah. like I'm someday I'm gonna find the confidence um and I think the way that the reason why I'm I choose that like confidence stuff is because um I don't think about it I'm just like I, I almost like trick myself into doing it yeah and then it just becomes more natural of like nope I can do it I'm gonna do it and there were a lot of people like um throughout the beginning years of better like that pushed me to do that yeah um, that were like you were you have the stage now so why are you not like why aren't you being your full self like yeah. you have this moment you would disrespect it if you are not doing it to your fullest so that's how i kind of like think of it as like this is my stage and i'm taking it and i'm doing it and yeah like my stage is my couch like this is where i make a lot of the videos and you know um yeah i feel like it does come a lot from like our dad just because mm -hmm. our dad's very like but he's shy also yep. he's not <laughs> you know like he's a musician he plays He's a musician and artist who plays um, uh, in a band mm -hmm. that is like a Latin reggae band. So like he is the front, he's front and center. He and makes he's the band. Belting. Yeah, he's a leader. Yeah, yeah. belting and singing, creating the music. But then when you talk to him, he's like, yeah. he's a chill dude. Yeah, sunglasses on, leaning back, and like, <laughs> so it's yeah. But like the envy part of it that you're talking about, like, like it, I've learned a lot that like insecurity comes from the mentality of like thinking that there's not enough space for yeah. everyone and everyone and what I, the thing that i noticed that changed my perception on this is like that person who got the opportunity that you wanted 
they were they needed to do that because they have a whole demographic or people that need to see them yeah like thrive you know and you will get that just not right now it's not meant to be like mm -hmm. cheer them on i've never also been like oh like they got this you know yeah. it's just been like okay cool my time will come like you yeah. know especially in this industry it's like people are so secretive about everything and you only like even if you're friends with them like you only know if they have done something big like been on a show if it comes out on deadline yeah and then you're like what did you tell me <laughs> like this is I <laughs> are we like friends yeah i know i tell my friends everything so i'm like look at this and and um i think we need that yeah like we need more of that transparency in in this in this uh industry, industry so. community yeah exactly okay so as a content creator we can often find ourselves working beyond our limits and ultimately burning out. What what are some self-care techniques that you do to ensure that your mental health is like taken care of? I so like you know like this this month, the beginning of this month and like last month and with the election stuff was very taxing yeah. on everyone's mental health and also sorry if you can hear my neighbors they just like to you know make noise whenever i'm doing something <laughs> important so yeah. um i tell myself that it's okay to stop like i have not been posting a lot of videos on my personal like instagram like i was uh like a month ago yeah i was like a bunch of reels probably like every day or like a couple times a week and then all this stuff hit and I went back home and I, I made sure I was like, you know what? Like when you don't post, you lose followers. And I've been losing like a lot of followers because I haven't been consistent. Yeah. And I'm like, it's okay. Like they will literally, like there's, when you post, they will, like people will come back. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to do it. You don't have to push through everything. Like it's okay to like chill yeah. and not have to be on all the time or create. Like, um, I allowed myself that time to just exist and be a human yeah. and I started therapy and I started like acting classes and all of these things are, doesn't require me to be in front of an audience, just in front of one person that I'm like being vulnerable and opening up to. And that's all I can do right now. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to ex extend myself to like do something that is going to compromise my mental health. Cause it's like more, my mental health is more important than yeah. the followers and the stuff and that comes from a place of privilege to where i've like set it up that way where i have another job where i can work and not have to even though i'm in front of the scene like in front of the camera i do a lot of behind the scenes work um that i get paid for mm -hmm. and like you know i don't rely on like my instagram for everything so basically i've just allowed myself to like it's okay to like not create like, yeah it's okay to take some time to like because i don't i'm the best quality come when you're feeling your best yes and yeah. people can notice right away when they're like mm -hmm. there's something off yeah yes yeah yeah so. i feel like that's um that's an important topic because in the latinx community like maybe it's because we've had to work so hard to get to where we are now you know as a as a people as a community and all that kind of stuff of being immigrants to this country and then having nothing and having to take any job we can and all that kind of stuff perseverance is something that's like ingrained in us that it is like almost like disrespectful or you feel guilty if you take a break or take you know any time for self-care so it's it's beautiful that we're at this point now that you are not the only one to say that you know to say like your mental health is 
a, a priority. Like if it's if it's not doing good, then a lot of your work's not going to be good. So it's it's wonderful to see us come so far as like a culture and a community and as people to uh, appreciate that aspect. Because uh, well, you know, yeah, cause you know, our parents like mm -hmm. don't stop. Yeah, they don't stop at all. Like, and I've had to like we've I feel like we both had to teach them like the power of saying no mm -hmm. and like not doing some things. And now I've seen them like say, I heard relax like our mom more, the yeah. other day say like, I'm just going to relax today. I'm just, I'm like, what is that? that when yeah. We're growing up. <laughs> I know. She's you like, know, like, yep. I'm going to yeah, work a full-time job. Then I'm going to work on my blog then work on my novel. And then I'm going to go to this like, art event. Yeah. And that's badass of her. Like mm -hmm. she did all of that stuff while still being in like a successful marriage yeah. and raising two kids who turned out amazing and great. That's true. That's um, true. But, you know, when you talk to her today about all that stuff, you can like, you, you, she needed to take a break. And I feel like yeah. also like our dad allowed her to take a break too, by like watching us mm -hmm. while she did stuff, uh, like her book, um, writing her book and stuff. But like, because that wasn't uh, like in their toolkit, yeah. like for their generation was, self-care like that was just like mm -hmm. not a thing but for us it's like and it's a point of privilege because we don't have to i mean yes we do have to hustle all the time but we don't have to hustle as hard to the point of breaking yeah 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 exactly so i think that's our job as like the next generation and as like us being children and and helping them is giving that back and allowing them that like hey you yeah. can take a break like it's gonna be fine um but it's hard because mm -hmm. like you want to, you want to be on top of everything. Every the internet's fast. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, whatever, like mm -hmm. it, you know, it, it, it's fine. It, it'll be there when I come back. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's super good. I'm really, I'm really glad that we're at this point. So it's, it's really good. And then, okay. So we have, uh, so I know for sure. And a lot of people do that. You've accomplished so much during your career as a content creator. Uh, but there's also been, like, just like any other human being, some L's that you've experienced. Now, L's typically mean for losses. However, Eliana Murillo, which we're pretty sure is, <laughs> is like, related to us. Yeah, exactly. He's like our cousin and everything. Um, she put it beautifully that L's no longer stand for losses. They stand for lessons. So what would you say mm -hmm. is one of the biggest lessons that you've had in your career? What did it teach you and what was it? First of all, bold of you to assume I've had any losses. <laughs> in my career <laughs> um strike number one yeah right nothing um, next question no. yeah yeah next question um yeah i i love that and i love her so much she's yeah. like for sure our cousin and just such a amazing like presence um and so smart and intelligent and just like oh for sure uh, yeah um for those people for those people who don't know her name is eliana murillo she started the market the what is, what is it called? Latinos for Brunch? Or the, no, no, no. Uh... She, she was at Google. She started the multicultural division. At oh, yes. Google, yeah. At Google. Um, and yeah, I, the biggest lessons, you know what it is? It's like a lot of, and without like diving too deep into like my personal life. <laughs> <laughs> this is your space. So do what you want to. Yeah. But like, um, I put, I'm very vulnerable and vocal and transparent on yep. the internet because I have seen that when I am, it helps people to heal and not saying I'm like 
a savior with my stories and I help people. Yeah. But like with the work that I do on Federal Life in the beginning, it was to tell my story uh, that is very relatable that needed to be told, which was that like, you know, I didn't speak Spanish at the time. And, you know, I always felt less than because of people within our community. Mm-hmm. And this is totally like, it's not the end of the world thing, but it was just one of yeah. the things that always bothered me um, in my, in the community was that people would always like kind of bully me for that. And so I, you know, was very vocal about my insecurities with my Spanish and my culture and especially with love mm-hmm. and my, my weight loss, my wellness journey. And, you know, I feel like this isn't really like a loss, but I feel like it was a loss and a lesson for my personal growth. I would like put myself out there before I was ready to talk about a certain thing. Yeah. You know, whether it was like a breakup that I had and I would do like I did this love video where I tried to, you know, stop being bitter about love because I went through like a breakup that really, really hurt me yeah. in a way that was like different. Um, and it was very ego-based and pride. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I felt very ugly making that video because yeah. I, it, I did it for like the intention of helping people to heal, but I mostly did it to be like, look, I'm making a video now. Yeah. And that was a lot, was like a, was an L because you never want to do anything that serves you when you're serving the community. Yeah. And it felt very like, oh, woe is me, like, I'm doing this and whatever. And I also just felt bad for, like, that other person who was, like, maybe involved in that, like, relationship or situationship. Yeah. Situationship that never got to a relationship. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I still want to know why. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but it's, like, I allowed, like, I took advantage of, of the hurt. Instead of settling with the hurt myself, fixing it within myself and then making something that was cool. And I love that video because it's, it's amazing, yeah. but I would put myself out there so much before I had healed myself, before I was comfortable with doing that. And it's because it's not only my fault. It's because on the internet, we are rewarded. The more you are vulnerable yeah. and you share these things and it's messed up because mm-hmm. like psychologically, like who are you speaking to it's also like like yes you have those people who like thank you for sharing this and like i wish only those people could see it yeah and other people like when you are going through this emotional thing you put out a video and you get those comments that are like so horrible Mm -hmm. and kind of make it worse yeah you know so I was being too, like, almost like a monster with it, where I was like, I have this platform. <laughs> right. And I'm going to make whatever I want. And it just, like, <laughs> I wasn't, and it was only one video that I did that. Yeah. Uh, and it's not not as bad as, like, I'm making it out to seem, but it's like, you know, when you, it's like, I always, like, thrive on authenticity. Yeah. Of being authentic to myself. And it just felt like, I was just doing it because I was hurt still. And I just yeah. wanted to create something out of it. Like I should have just wrote a song. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I wrote multiple songs, but like, <laughs> it wasn't, it, you know, I just felt really bad. So that's when I knew I was like, you know what? Like 
not everything needs to be told on the internet. Yeah. And, like I need to save things for myself, mm-hmm. you know? Um, that was just like a personal loss that connected to, that was like a part of my personal life that connected to my career because they intersect. Yeah. And I feel so much better now that I'm not that way anymore. And I handle things by myself and yeah. it's also just tweeting a lot of shit and then deleting a lot of it. And I'm just like, I'm treating all this like, like a gossip blog. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's cool to see that you you're in a healthier place, you know, to, to see that you, um, like there's a separation, there's a distinct separation between Maya Murillo and Maya in the moment, the content creator, you know, like you can, cause I feel like a lot of content creators do that where they, they mesh the two and the lines are blurred and they no longer, they kind of lose themselves in the content creation and they kind of, you know, lose their authenticity because of that. And it's really cool to see that you not only have gone through that and learned, you know, a very important lesson, uh, but it didn't take you like, you know, a tremendous amount of time to learn that lesson. It was just like, took that sort of incident and then, you know, you were able to grow from that. All of my lessons are like that where like it hits me like almost in a punch yeah because you know i see the red flags beforehand and i'm like this is a thing i need to address and i'm like no it's not <laughs> <laughs> let's I'm get like, hurt ow oh, how did this happen yeah, yeah. it looked a little light pink it didn't really look red yeah colorblind i'm not salmon yeah um yeah and i'm yes and it's it's i'm also grateful that like i have like a strong community that can bring yeah. me out of that too to be like you don't like the that was the most powerful advice was like save some stuff for yourself yeah i think my friend joyce told me that every single time i would talk to her about like this boy she'd be like leave that man alone (laughs) i'm like i just want to i just like what she's like leave him alone and don't make that video i'm like okay (laughs) fine i spent three hours on it and you're like (laughs) that's amazing and then us uh pivoting on the other end of the spectrum You've also had a lot of W's in your career. Which one would you say mattered the most to you that, that you took the most pride in? Now, it could be something very, very small at the very beginning of your career that no one else really cares about, but you it meant the world to you or something like a major accolade. And you have a lot because you have been doing a lot. So it's def- I what I told you last night is definitely probably the top one, which I, we cannot say yeah. on, the, on the internet yet. Um, I had like something really cool, cool project. Who knows? Yeah. And if that was really, really cool. Um, but I don't know, man. There's been a lot of really awesome things yeah. that um, have happened, and not just because of me, but because of like the community that I'm in and people who I work with. Mm-hmm. Like, and um, I don't know, D'Angelo. <laughs> I think. Like the Vogue thing was really cool. Yeah. Because like I I definitely struggle with a lot of body image issues. Um and I always see myself bigger than I am. And like, you know, that's it, it's like ever since I was little, I've been like, ooh, like I don't like the way I look yeah. or like whatever. And it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I like really started owning who I am and my body and finding confidence in that. And, um, you know, when the Vogue thing happened, I was like, oh, this is like a thing that's gonna happen. I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be 
maybe it is going to be on Vogue or maybe it's not, or I don't know. It was always going to be, but yeah. I just like had that self saboteur be like, this will never see the light of day. You <laughs> <ugly."> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, uh, where'd you come from? Um, and when you say the Vogue thing, it's like you modeling for Vogue in one of their. Yeah. 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 Oh, sorry. Yes. Yes. Um, I modeled for Vogue. This was recently too. You can check it out. <laughs> Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah, it came out like a couple weeks ago. Um, it might be in Vogue, Mexico. Wow. Like the yeah. So we're vibing on that. We're hoping for that. But I, um, this, uh, fashion brand, um, called Gypsy Sport had reached out to me about, um, being a part of this project. And it was, I loved it because it was all queer it was all like different sizes, plus yeah. sizes. Um, and it was all like uh, black, indigenous, um, Latino, like Latinx, like very inclusive stuff that yeah. you, you you are starting to see now in the fashion world because of the demand and the lack of representation. Yeah. Um, so I felt very, it was very cool. And I'm not a model. Like I'm not, I don't model at all. Like. I'm just like, I pose for pictures and stuff and yeah. think that I am, but the way they found me was through videos. Yeah. And um, that was really cool because like, I, I'm i working on this now, but sometimes I always think so less of myself of like, I'm just a humble content creator. Yeah. I'm silly that video. Imp imposter syndrome. Why would you me? Yeah. Yes. And I need to stop thinking that and, um, so that was really cool. The Vogue thing was really cool. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. Uh... Just in case, I will list oh. off. A go for it. Okay. No, go ahead. Um, I'll list off a few that you've done. One, you've been in Vita, which is a stars uh, like show. And you had a cameo of you singing. I forgot. Yeah, singing like karaoke, right? And then uh, two, you went to Japan to watch the uh, Detective Pikachu and meet Ryan Reynolds, who does the voice of Pikachu. And uh, although that was like a cool, like fan, I guess, moment, where you got to go in and check it out. And then, um, but as your career, what are some other ones? Speaking Spanish, learning how to speak Spanish and everything has been a big one. Cause like that transition from you joining Buzzfeed Pedalike and not knowing, you know, that much Spanish to like making a super hard effort to learn and be able to, to uh, bring that to the table in a lot of your videos was like super. You know, yeah, all of those things, I think I forget because like it's work also. Like yeah. the Japan thing was, oh, it was so cool because like, I mean, it, I got paid to do that yeah. and they flew me out to Japan to just go, like they filmed me walking around just looking at stuff. The and dream. That's I, yeah. like, yes, that's when I was like, I deserve this because I worked so hard to be there. Yeah. Like get to that place for someone just to film me. Like I, I, you know, I felt really humbled and grateful, but I was also like, I am in the right place at the right time. But I think one of the, this is going to sound so cheesy. One of the, <laughs> Do like, it. Go for biggest, it. <laughs> one of the biggest like accomplishments and wins is like the community that I'm surrounded in you know, the people that I work with, the people that I've attracted into my life who are so talented, beautiful, amazing, like just so, like their hearts are so great and they're for the community, they're for the culture. And 
I'm a part of that, you know, like, I, I think it's like who you surround yourself with. Yeah. So important for your career because like they hype you up and they're there for you. Um, and it's also like the people who watch us and follow us are so kind, so funny yeah. and so sweet. Like I, a lot of the people who follow me, like I've, I've created friendships with them. Like we're legit friends. Yeah. And I just think it's like really, really cool that we're able to create art whatever you want to call what you create but i say it's art we all create art yeah and that translates to people and helps them relate and heal and then it's just like energy exchange so mm -hmm. like it's a big win every single day for yeah me which is very true yeah yeah i'm very very grateful and i say that like super genuinely like i'm not just saying that like yeah. it's really it's cool like every single day I wake up I'm like cool I get to like do it's hard sometimes sometimes I'm like why did I pick this industry <laughs> I could have been an <laughs> ASU right now filing papers yeah, yeah. oh no 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 no, no. <laughs> no um but yeah I wake up every single day I'm like this is so cool and I have to be like that because this industry will break you down <laughs> yeah for sure I I think a memory that I really appreciate is uh I think I was going for anime expo and while I was in LA for Anime Expo, um, there was an MMA sort of video that you guys were doing for one of your coworkers, and because uh, he was fighting in like an actual fight, so I got to meet a lot of your friends. Got to like, oh no, 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 uh, Arya. Yeah, yeah, and got to see him uh, get knocked out, and um, and then. Can you tell that story though for a second? Yeah, go for it. My friend Arya um, trained to be a yeah, I guess MMA fighter. Yeah, and. Um, he got really fit and buff and like he's he's a short guy um short but he only feet. had two two months right i think so yeah yeah okay um and then this other guy trained and this other guy like almost got disqualified because he ended up they're supposed you're supposed to be at the same weight when you fight and this guy got bigger and he was a couple pounds heavier and Arya got knocked out like it was a couple seconds in and i felt bad so i'm like brother is visiting me from arizona and i'm like come with me to this cool video shoot where my friends training to be like an mma fighter yeah he's great i like built it all up yeah. and then oh he got knocked out <laughs> he did good though but it was like an amateur sort of like thing where he like was coming and swinging super hard and fast and i think i got like winded and then obviously he got caught and then choked and then he was out and it was wild he to see him knock get knocked out, out. yeah yeah and to see like just the him passing out go limp yeah and then twitch and then he was like he's done he's out yeah. and he woke up like like 10 seconds later yes i'm glad that you got to meet my friends so yeah so <laughs> yeah so after that happened we all went to like a restaurant uh and drank and ate and i was so taken aback by how chill and how cool your friends and coworkers were like to me and to you and all the sort of stuff because like all my life, I've seen you and some of your your groups of friends, and I'm like, ah, they're kind of weird, and they're kind of like disingenuous. They yeah, we were, we were very chill that night. We yeah. weren't at, our, <laughs> at height of yeah, exactly. So like, we're, yeah, it's, it's very cool to see you. Also, like you said, surround yourself with good, positive, hardworking, you know, people, and uh, that's it's beautiful because you shine with them. Like you guys are all very collaborative in your friendship, and it's like it was a wonderful thing to see. You know. So as a Aww. as a big brother, I'm glad you're you're with good people. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's my time Thursday group. <laughs> we used to when everyone used to work at BuzzFeed, we used to go to eat 
tie on Thursdays. Yeah. I remember too, like I, I had a party at like my old apartment and I like brought the guy that I was dating. I don't know why it was too early. And I brought the guy that I was dating to go meet them. And they were on a hundred that night. They were like, my friend, my friend Fern is like screaming, singing, um, I will always love you. Yeah. Um, and I remember like somebody took a video of that and I was like standing next to him and I, the look on his face was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're right. You know what? You're, you're like, at the end of the day, we're just like grown up theater kids. So like. <laughs> but nobody was in theater. Like yeah. I was in theater for a year and like nobody in my friend group was in theater. Yeah. Um, but I just remember like, oh yeah. Like that night when we all like hung out yeah. uh, at that restaurant, like they were definitely chill. Yeah. Um, I think we had like parties and I, we also party with them too. And our partying is just like dancing yeah. and singing karaoke. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my gosh. All right. So, uh, what geeky passions, I know this, this question quite a bit, but what geeky passions fueled you and your creativity to make you who you are today? Now, I think actually, no, I'm actually very interested to hear where you get your comedic influences from, because you have a very distinct style. What, what do you feel like influenced you when you were younger or today? I want you to answer that first question though. I want to see what you say. The geeky passions? Um, there's a few things. Obviously, you, like, are head over heels for, uh, Disney. So, Disney Channel original movies and, you know, Disney actual films, animated films and all that kind of stuff. Um, you also enjoy video games. Hamtaro was a big one. And same with, uh, <laughs> not Stardew Valley. What was it called? Um, not Harvest Moon. Moon. Harvest Moon. The Harvest Moon. There you go. I was going to say Moon Valley. Uh, yeah, so Harvest Moon was a really, really big one you spent a lot of time and energy into. And uh, Animal Crossing, of course. So there was a lot of games that you really delved deep into. And I, as a big brother, I'm proud that you got into uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and, like, like full-blown completed it. So that was super dope. I yeah. know. I never finish things. Mm -hmm. I never, like, I still have, um, I think I want to go back and I still have the Wii. Yeah. Uh, I took it. Um, and I want to go back and finish, uh, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Ocarina of Time. And, um, because I, I always stopped at the water temple. Yeah. Remember? The water temple is hard. Yeah. And, and I was just like, what is this? I don't want to do this. Like I'm stressed out. I'm pretty but sure that's I when I got anxiety as a kid. When I like played that level, I was like, oh shit. I, I remember when, um, it would go nighttime and like the, yes, the and all of the, come out exactly and then, and then the what are the like the brown like oh the, the, yeah they're super super skinny and they have the wooden faces and they like and they yeah go, that gave me nightmares <laughs> yeah like it was bad nightmare fuel but like i will say um yes like a lot, a lot of like mario super mario sunshine was oh, like, yeah. super i got that one on i think i told you they have it on um the switch on uh on the switch and they have it in like the three pack where they have super mario sunshine galaxy and oh yeah another one odyssey or something. um yeah. so yeah yeah um so i will yeah those i'm very like big nintendo girl you yeah. know what i'm saying well, i love the games where you can like get married and you can walk around and yeah. do i want to ride my horse today for sure yeah do i want to plant potatoes yeah, do I want to plant potatoes? Do I want to like get another goat? Yeah. 
Um, I love like the free will aspect yeah. of it. Um, I got the demo version of uh, Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. And it stressed me out. <laughs> oh, really? The combat and everything? Yes, because it's just like, I'm like, it feels good to like kill a bunch of people and like, you know, in one. Lord of the Night. It feels good to kill a bunch of people. I'm just kidding. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I didn't say that. Don't take that out of context. <laughs> um, kill a bunch of moblins. Yeah. Um, in a, you know, all those, all of those uh, monsters, but it just, uh, I don't know. I love, like, I still play to this day, even though I finished Breath of the Wild, even though, like, I haven't completed all the shrines and yeah. I have master mode too. So I've been taking my time, you know, but yeah, I would say like a lot of my influence came from like you and like, yeah. we would get these games and we would just play all the time and, um, yeah. I love it. It's great. Gamer girl. <laughs> Gamer girl. There you go. <laughs> okay. So uh, for comedic influences, what would, what would be your actual, like, what do you draw from? Cause uh, yeah, I have some suspicions, but I'm not sure if they're like accurate or correct. Yeah. I think, you know, it's like Raven Simone, Amanda yeah. Bynes. Um, I think specifically more so. Yeah. Raven Simone and, and Amanda Bynes wrote the Amanda show and that's a Raven those two shows shaped my life mm -hmm. <laughs> you know like they really really like made me feel like oh funny girls i want to be a funny girl like that's me yeah um, and they can also be soft and they can also be like um confident and like um i just feel like on those shows like it was so ahead of its time yeah just showing the complexities of being like a teenage woman especially for raven, raven simone like being like a black teenager in america yeah. during that time and even like during that time it was the early 2000s she was considered plus size and there was an episode it was like one of the first episodes where she like um she kind of told them like to f off um because she was doing this fashion show and she's like my body is perfect and beautiful yeah and i'm like i remember seeing that and feeling better about my body Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. if we had more, and also obviously the Cheetah Girls, like, yeah. And they sang too. I mean, Amanda didn't sing, but like Raven did. And um, though I think like the comedic timing of them always, their facial expressions, mm -hmm. their um, like their movements, and yeah. um, you know, all of that stuff made me want to do that so bad. And yeah. that's where, like, you look at any of my videos where I'm being silly and funny, like. We have this BFF series, and I was in I was in characters like all day. Yeah. Like I was like a um, pest control guy. I was like a yes. girl, girl. Yeah, that's a good I video. Was, um, yeah. I was like like a little man. I was mm. like all these things, and totally channeled them. So definitely like that era of yeah Disney and Nickelodeon that I feel like we don't see nowadays. Yeah, anymore. that era is like kind of gone a little bit, but. You know, it's all good. There's there's new stuff. You know, there's Steven Universe. There's Craig of the Creek. There's... Oh, my God. Yeah, there's all these new influences for the Steven next generation. Universe. I know. Steven Universe is so good. Steven I'm... Universe. <laughs> I know. I definitely cried a lot during Steven Universe. It was so good. Oh, my gosh. I watched it last year when the pandemic happened. Yeah. Um, Janine, my former roommate, went to quarantine with her girlfriend in Oregon. Yeah for like three or four months 
and I was alone. It was the first time that I was alone, um, living alone during a global pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I, that show like saved my life. Like it just saved my entire being because that, yep. that could have been so different. And Curly was the one who kept pushing me to watch it. Curly oh, and Jeff really? Were. See, Curly's a good guy. He is like, also, yes. he accepted my interview request. So I will one day interview him on this. So that'll be super cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he is. Uh, he pushed me to watch that show because yeah. he was, he's like, have you seen Steven Universe? He's like, you look exactly like Steven Universe right now. And I'm like, why? And I was wearing this pink shirt yeah. and yellow star like um, earrings. Oh, and I had my hair all yeah. And he goes, you have never seen Steven Universe. I'm like, no. He's like, and you play the ukulele? And I'm like, yeah. and you sing? I'm like, yes. I'm like, did this show steal my life? <laughs> and then I watched it. And like, it took like a couple of episodes to really get in. Yes. Yeah. To the show. And then it just like, it made me want to sing again. It made me want to make music again. Mm -hmm. It made me want to like, um, I also like, it was so weird. I feel like I was attracting a lot of different things. Like the Disney channel asked me to audition for a show and I did. And hey. I fully believe that's because like, yeah. um, I don't think I got it. I would, I would not relay that information if I got it. Yeah. I don't think I got it. But, um, it made me want to get into animation and yeah. doing voiceover work. You'd like, be good at it too. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, yeah. I'm working on that now and I'm very excited because it, it was like, seeing that show and it being so queer friendly and yeah. like um you know by plc by poc i think that's what the people say nowadays by poc yeah. um friendly and and mm -hmm. just so much representation and also just and on it's so wholesome health. yeah yes and i'm actually like rewatching it again so that's a huge influence also to like um aesthetics yeah. of videos and pictures and just like way of life so yeah oh that show changed me it's so good i love it if you haven't seen uh steven universe you need to so it's any, anyone in in like chat and all that kind of stuff and um yeah okay so going back to like nine-year-old maya as she's sitting there in her barbie tents getting like shot at with nerf guns <laughs> bolts and all that kind of stuff you, uh, have a you did yeah and I shot at it with Nerf gun uh, bolts, and I got in trouble. And <laughs> so that just took me back. I forgot I had a Barbie tent. Yep. And how dare you? I mean, I had a Nerf gun. I had I had bullets. What do you expect me to do? Uh, so, what advice would you give as you are sitting here, thriving with all of these opportunities, all of these accomplishments under your belt, and everything like that, and so much like strong mental health and hard-earned wisdom what would you say to nine-year-old maya to make her journey just a little bit easier oh my goodness i would say ask your parents if they can disown your brother <laughs> um it's a possibility yeah right um, just kidding i'm joking um i think i would say more so of like um don't get in your own way yeah like you are you are more than enough whether somebody wants to be with you or not um whether somebody wants to put you or doesn't want you in a project or whatever like 
your worth is not determined by somebody's want, lack of want yeah. of you. Um, Cause you're already whole, you're already enough. And like, you got it. Like girl, I would be, if I'm just talking to myself right now, yeah. girl, we got it. Girl, we got this in the bag. We're gonna make so much money. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, I would say, yeah, I would say that. I would say, um, yeah, I would, I would just make sure that she um, is already loved by me, myself, and I, and us. Yeah, like, you know, that's what I really struggled with growing up, Um, and in my adult life is like, you know, you want people to love you. Everyone just wants to be loved. Mm Everyone just wants to be seen and heard. That is, at the end of the day, that's all people want. Um, but there is some codependency in that when you rely yeah. on people for validation you know, and validation. Yeah. And that is something I did so much and a biggest failure or lesson that I would have in my relationships and in yeah. my friendships and in my career. Because, you know, you don't need that. It's like an added bonus when someone likes you. Yeah. You're like, cool, but you don't even like yourself like you know that's that's a problem so i think i would i would just say that and just be like you're, you're good calm down also yeah. you're gonna get braces one day <laughs> they're gonna be invisible the future gonna be invisible do you have a little lift <laughs> it's amazing okay and then um where can we find you online and what projects should we look out for that you have upcoming that we should support and how can we support it Yes. Well, you can find me all over the internet at Maya in the moment, M-A-Y-A in the moment. Um, you can also see the cool videos that we make on BuzzFeed's Better Like. I'm also like just on the BuzzFeed channel too, just doing random things. Um, I have a lot of really cool, the really cool projects that I'm developing now that I can't talk about, but like, yeah. just stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. Aww. Awesome. <laughs> God, it's Morse code. She said, yeah, there you go. And then perfect. Okay. So we are at the end of this interview and there's something that I do with every single person that I interview. So I'm going to do it to you probably more so because you're my sister and I love you. Um, and this is me speaking to you as not just your brother, but also just a, a fellow human being and everything. And so I want to take a moment, a very genuine, authentic moment. To say, you it's know, gonna make me cry. <laughs> Maya Murillo, you are valid and you are worthy. <laughs> you are wonderful in every single way. Thank you so much for not only like being here, having being brave enough to chase your dreams, but also to actually like just be alive and to be in our community. And I know, I know as a brother that you've had very, very low moments, very hard moments, and I've seen you crawl your way out from those moments and pick yourself back up and like just do the thing so much more so than uh it's like you became a new new version of yourself like constantly and you grew because of that and i just want to tell you that i am so proud of everything that you have accomplished and you are like i said worthy and valid and you have grown so much since you went to california and i miss you with all my heart and soul and I really, really miss the days that we were children that we could play together and you'd be in the room next to me and we could just like play video games. But as an adult, I so wholeheartedly appreciate you. 
for doing the thing and chasing your dreams and thriving i like yeah you're amazing so you're dumb (laughs) (laughs) thank you man i hope our parents see this right you'd be like oh my god i know no no more get along shirt anymore just uh yeah um thank you for having me and thank you for saying all those nice things um yeah you know you know you know all the shit that's gone down in my life and so it means a lot that you recognize that and and i say that all to you as well like i love that you're doing your twitch and um you know i have a lot of respect for you even though i feel like the older sister sometimes um you know i true true I have a lot of respect for you as my older brother. Um, and I'm glad that we're at this place in yeah. our adulthood. You know, we we dug ourselves out of that trench also. Yeah. It's know? like one day we just woke up and was like, I love my sibling. Like, and I choose just, to love yeah. you now, mm-hmm. you know, like, and that's a lot to like choose each other. Yeah. So, yes. I love you, brother. <laughs> uh well make sure to follow uh maya murillo in all of her social medias and check it all out um she's on instagram and twitter and everything like that she produces wonderful content you have to hear her sing you have to see her act and do all these things and just look out for her and we will uh see you guys later and i will be streaming tomorrow uh same place same time and see you guys later bye Hey everyone, D'Angelo here. I hope you had a great time listening to this episode and hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to go over to our guests' social media and drown them in all the love and support. They absolutely deserve it. Make sure to take a moment to actually subscribe to the podcast and rate it five stars. It would really go a long way and help me out. And we're going to have a new guest next Tuesday. If you want to watch this live, you can absolutely do so by going to twitch.tv slash D'Angelo Murillo. And it's going to be live every single Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Until then, I hope you guys have nothing but good vibes, and we'll see you then.